Welcome in once again, Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. And our guest this week is Nicole Overcamp. She's a financial expert, author, and someone that is on a mission to change how women think about money in a positive way. And her real approach with clients drives lasting results for them. No matter what your industry is, you will get something out of this talk. Let's get going. Women Really Mean Business, episode number 73, starts right now. Welcome to Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, the podcast that tells you the story of how women are impacting business, one guest at a time. Now here's your host, Jeff Bolitnikoff, with another successful woman and her unique business journey. Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International. I'm Jeff Blitnikoff. Very excited to have a financial expert on today. And her name is Nicole Overcamp. She holds an MBA, and she's the founder and CEO of Wilcox Financial Group and Pow Her House Money Coaching. I had to say the her with an emphasis because she's got that all capitalized, and you'll see that in the resources. She also wrote a book called Money Bitch, a no BS guide for smart women to own their financial future. And Nicole, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Yeah, I, I love love having you on the show because I tell you, you speak real to people. When I was reading your book, I love how like it's easy to understand. There's no financial concepts that are way over your head, and you bring in real life stories from people. So uh, that had to have been on purpose. And I'd like you to talk about your book, of course. But anything else you want to talk about? As people listening to this podcast know, I give the floor to the guests to explain their story. So Nicole, <laughs> the floor is yours. Sure. Thank you. And, and to your comment on the book, that was 100% intentional. My, my mission, not only in business, but in life is to truly empower women. And I was getting so tired of hearing the same theme over and over again uh, from my friends, from family, professional colleagues and clients that as women, we don't always know not only what we don't know, but who to seek out for help. And then there, the theme was, well, I'm afraid to admit that I need help because I don't want to be judged. I'm afraid I'm not going to understand what a financial advisor is going to tell me. And I don't want to admit that or ask questions because I don't want to be perceived as dumb or stupid. And then as, as women, we tend to be over givers and over generous and put ourselves last in, in the grand scheme of life, if you will. <laughs> and we, we tend to tell ourselves we're too busy to take action on financial planning. One, because we may be fearful of the results. Two, because it's that extra thing that, that we put ourselves last. Or three, we don't know where to start or, or how to start and, and what we're necessarily missing out on because it's not something that you learn in college. It's not something that you often talk about with your friends. And so we, we wanted to create this story around the importance of truly just finding a pathway to get 
get everything you want, get what you work so hard for. And that really comes to the basis of money in so many different capacities. Yeah, that one story that you had in the book, and maybe you could expand on a little bit, uh, you were talking about a gentleman who was a business owner that's been dealing with cancer for a long time and the need to help his family out. And and I like how you bring stories of men and women into the book. It's just not all one or the other. It's really kind of a slice of life from everybody. And and maybe you can talk about that because what I what really made me an impact on me when I was reading that story is kind of the and, and and you frequently say this it's it's a no BS guide and <laughs> and and again it really is and it was really it seems like with your clients you you just are a hundred percent truthful and honest and you tell them even if they don't think that maybe they need to hear it. Uh, also like that mm-hmm. woman that was the CPA and she thought she had everything down and if it was a financial expert and I, and you were able to teach her things. So maybe you could relay some of the stories from that book. Sure. So I think a big part of that no BS part was to really relay the look, you know, money doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be confusing. It doesn't need to be smoke and mirrors. And we really like talking in terms that not only people understand, but telling stories that you can hear yourself in and say, oh yeah, me too. Or maybe this is important. And and we, we have men in the book and, and in the stories in all walks of life because even though we're, we're focusing on women, the women we focus on are married. They have been in past relationships. They have, have men in their life. And so it's important for us to really encompass all of those things. And I also say with my clients a lot, you know, look, in working with us, we're, we're not always going to tell you what you want to hear. We're going to tell you what you need to hear and give a lot of tough love. Because I think in, in the realm of money, sometimes we have this tendency to get stuck in our own head. And, and we live the reality we repeat in our head over and over again. And so until someone physically pulls you out of that story and says, hey, let's create a new one and I'm going to force you to do so, we tend to stay in that same rut, whatever it may be. Uh, and, and so that's that's truly what that is, is speaking to there. And, and even within a lot of those stories, like that CPA uh, that you mentioned, a lot of her, her story was pride, was being a CPA and saying, look, I know exactly what I'm doing. I deal in the world of money, but in her world of money, it's Excel spreadsheets entering numbers and it's in the now versus thinking about in the future and what risks she may have not really considered because her brain doesn't work that way. And so it was really fun to work with her and just say, hey, you know, did you ever think about what if you can't actually work forever and what if you do decide to to marry the person you've been living with forever if you have health issues and kind of walking her down the path of creating a, a story and scenarios of not necessarily what ifs but like what's likely to actually happen in in her particular scenario and and kind of take her out of her her own day-to-day regimen I'd like to get into the personal journey of Nicole Overcamp because I find okay. it I, I find it fascinating that you started out with a psychology degree, which is obviously helping you in the way you deal with people because you really are meeting people on a real level. I mean, I don't really hear a lot of financial people, and this is not an insult on any financial people. It's just that this mm-hmm. is a different approach that I have not really heard of before because you really dig into the story. You really more of kind of like 
like a motivational speaker slash financial coach, et cetera. So uh, this is a twofold question. Question one is how did you get interested in the financial world after really achieving a psychology degree? And then number two, how are you applying that? And am I right that you are weaving in psychology concepts into what you do with financial matters? You are correct. We are weaving that in. And I'll actually answer number two first, if if that's okay. Oh, yeah. The the floor is yours. (laughs) (laughs) We, over years of experience, I've found that being more non-traditional, if you will, and incorporating behavioral finance, incorporating money types, mindset issues, behaviors, habits into the financial planning process is what actually achieves the best results in the best personal transformations. And so we found it to be incredibly useful if we can start to help people be more self-aware of some of their internal conflicts, some habits and behaviors that they weren't initially paying attention to. So that way, when we give them the how, when we give them the financial plan, if we can also help them own some of their tendencies and transform those, it actually allows them to have long-term results and transformation versus walking out of our office and saying, cool, I'm so excited, let's do this. And then three weeks later, they're right back to you know where they started. And so we, we really made it a huge part of our process just because we found that it really helps achieve what we're looking for in, in longer-term success. And question number one, and I, I took psychology in, in college because I had no idea what I wanted to do when I grew up. And <laughs> I, I thought I wanted to be a, a family court attorney. And it, it just so happened I was working three jobs going through school. One of them was a, as an assistant for a financial advisor. And I fell in love with the idea of the combination of the business side of things and, and creating my own adventure, if you will, and the ability to help people at the same time. And it, it seemed like the perfect compromise to me. And so um, that's really where I was able to take my psychology background and, and the will to want to help people and then also tie in the, the love for business that I had. And then I, you know, that's why I had gone on to get my MBA, but that's really how it happened and, and how I got into the business. It was, it was an accident actually. <laughs> so, you know, and, and it just ended up working out. Well, it obviously has worked out awesome. And I want to mention that we're going to have links to all of the ways that you can get a hold of Nicole, especially her great book, which I highly recommend. You should definitely buy it. You should definitely read it. And Nicole, as we round into kind of the back half of the interview here, I want to talk about how you are supporting other women, because it's a very Mm -hmm. important thing to you. In fact, the organizations that you are involved in, uh, the list is way too long to even mention on on the show, we'll have connections in the resources because you are involved with a lot of organizations that are basically about empowering women, lifting women up, and all of that other great stuff. So talk to me about that and where your passion lies with that and what that all means to you. Sure. And so for me, I I feel like I have this obligation as a leader, as someone who has gone through more failures and more struggles than I can even count in being a woman in business and feeling like you're on that island. I I feel like I owe it to all the other women who may be going through what I've gone through in the past or, or haven't gone through it yet, but to help develop and encourage women that have confidence, that aren't afraid to 
to fail, that aren't afraid to ask questions and truly help encourage them to get what they want. And so a lot of the nonprofit organizations that I'm involved in and the work that I do within the community is really to help support that belief. And and one of the ones that I'm most excited about is uh, this past year, I just joined the board for the Girl Scouts. And and the reason I'm so excited about this is because it allows me to, to get the opportunity from more of a grassroots level where the entire organization is really mission-driven on building girls into leaders and helping provide them with the life skills that they need to not be afraid and and to really think and believe that they can do anything that they want and they can achieve anything that they want to achieve. And to me, that's really just so amazing. You know, it's what lights me up to know that, hey, you know what, let's start from when this little girl is 10 years old and, and let's not have the problems, you know, is this girl as an adult thinking or feeling one way if if we can really start from from the ground level and create this new generation of leaders of empowered women and and it would be my goal for these women to not even know what it was like when I grew up. What would you like to say to the women listening right now? How would you like to address them? And really, often I give the floor to you, well, I always give the floor to you at the beginning and at the end, but sometimes in the middle of an interview, I'll give the floor when I feel that (laughs) you should be addressing the audience. And so to the women listening right now, what would you like to say to them? I think what I, I would like to say, and, and the message that I say often is is to have confidence and to believe that you are worthy of what it is you want to achieve. And and one of the biggest steps in doing that is owning the fact that you're going to fail and, and taking that failure not as fatal, but it more of a fertilizer. Because I, I found that in working with women and women leaders, that is the pivotal point in your career when you own the fact that, hey, I'm going to fail, I'm going to fail a lot, and I'm going to learn from it every single time so I can actually achieve what it is I'm seeking after has has been one of the most monumental shifts in, in my mindset. It's funny. I had a, um, I was talking off the air to one of our guests and her name is Payal Najani. And she said that in her career, she is the queen of failures and what she meant by that. <laughs> and, and I loved it because she said failing, and I want you to react to this. She said that failing mm-hmm. has meant so much to her because it's what she's learned that has propelled her a lot further than she ever thought she could have been. We'll be back with our guest in just a second. And if you're really enjoying what you're hearing here, why not get some extras from our guest? After every podcast episode, we have some fun questions for our guest that we give exclusively to patrons. All you have to do is go to the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com and check out the Becoming a Patron section. For just $5 a month, you'll get extras from each week's guest. For just $10 a month, you'll get the extras and we'll release the podcast to you before anyone else gets it. Not only will you get great extra content for yourself, but you'll support not only this podcast, but Athena International as well. So again, please consider becoming a patron at the top of womenreallymeanbusiness.com. All right, let's get back into the episode. 
oh, maybe she is my soul sister. Yes, I I could not relate to that more and, and couldn't agree more because every failure that I've had, even if in the moment it felt like I didn't have the strength to pick myself back up, each and every single one of them, I ended up learning so much that made me better for it in some capacity. And I've just built on that. And, and it's really created momentum. It's created that uh, confidence that, that I have now and, and eliminating some of that fear of, of going out there and trying anyway. All right, let's get into some resources that you would suggest for people. Of course, we mentioned a lot of them. Your book uh, will have all the connections to you as well. And a lot of those women, well, all of the women empowerment groups that, again, it was too, too numerous to mention on the show, but uh, we'll definitely put links in the resource section. But Nicole, Great. let's talk about some other things that you would recommend that our listeners plug into from your perspective. Sure. So I, I think one organization that I didn't mention earlier, it will be in my bio, is NABO, the National Association of Women Business Owners. And that has been a really great support system for me of everybody just lifting each other up, you know, that that true definition of, of women's empowerment. And then other resources that I've found valuable, and, and this might not even be answering your question, but something that I do, and, and it's my ritual, is Audible. And I literally listen to two books a month, 60 books a year is, is my goal. And that to me has been a really great way to stay fresh, to stay positive, to stay encouraged, regardless of the story that I'm hearing. I can always pull something out of that. What's the, uh, what are a few of the books that you might be able to tell us about right now that have made a significant impact on you recently? Oh boy, there's so many. One of them that I'll mention, it wasn't recent, but it did make a big impact on my life when I was going through a really challenging time a few years ago was Mel Robbins' five-second rule. And she talks about the five-second rule. She actually has a YouTube video if you don't have time to listen to the book. It's, I believe it's how to stop screwing yourself over. Um, and it really is the segue from that. And then some other books that, that I loved was David Goggins. He he wrote a book, Can't Hurt Me. And it, it's motivation, I think, over anything to, to say. And, and his theme is anytime you want to give up, your body's only at 40% capacity. And and so to me, you know, little things like that are, are always so powerful. And, and another one that I just finished the other day, I don't know if I can swear here, but it's how to un F-U-C-K yourself and to get out of your, your head and and into your life by Gary John Bishop. And and that actually, it was very intuitive. And and I would I would truly recommend that if you can get through it, he's got an Australian accent and, and don't listen to it when you're tired, but I, I actually want to buy that book so I can highlight some things in there. And the power of being able to listen to the books, I mean, what an era that we mm-hmm. live in. I mean, there's some people that still like to read and I, I get that and that's cool. But to me, it's so efficient to be able to listen to not only books, but podcasts. You can listen to YouTube videos. You can just play the audio because there's so much downtime that we don't realize exists. And Mm -hmm. when you're working on something, you can have it on in the background or your drive, or if you have public transportation, say you're on the subway or something like that. There's just so many opportunities to plug great stuff into your brain. And then your brain after a while just starts putting positives back out. Am I not right about that, Nicole? Oh, you're 100% right. And I, I'm such a believer that there's no, there's no time to, to waste. You know, you get one shot on the marble. And, and for me, if I can fill that, fill that void, even if it's on my way to the grocery store, like I am listening to some good stuff. Well, 
you have definitely given good stuff for people to listen to <laughs> on their way to the grocery store or wherever. And I really appreciate it. We've got one more question for you. It is uh, giving okay. you the floor back and allowing you to take this podcast in any direction you want and address the audience as we close things out. Nicole, once again, the floor is yours. Oh, well, thank you. I think if I were to say anything in, in listening to this is to just truly encourage women to whatever it is that you are not doing that you know you need to do, just start. You give reasons or you get results. And, and whether that is in your financial life, your business life, anything that, that you've been avoiding, I would just encourage you to make a date with yourself on your calendar and if you write it down you're you're more likely to do it and to just get after whatever that is because if I have one regret in life it's not taking immediate action on things that I was debating over and, and time just evaporates and so that would be my one thing to walk away with is, is to just do what it is that you've been avoiding. Well there is a woman that and, and that's a great way to end the podcast but I do have one more quick thing for you and mm-hmm. it's as we close out here both to mom who was guest number two on this podcast and she's a coach and does a lot of great stuff in business and she has something I want you to and this may be something that you're really going to like as well but she says and I think I've got this right but she says start now tweak later yeah that's great it's almost like you know done is better than perfect (laughs) yeah I like that too well what well anyway Nicole Overcamp and of course uh, we're going to have links to all of the different uh, things that you talked about, including how to get your book and how to connect with you and all that other great stuff. And Nicole, thank you so much for all your time. Wonderful. Thank you. This has been a real pleasure. On the next episode of Women Really Mean Business, presented by Athena International, Heather Dominic is an HSE, highly sensitive entrepreneur, and it is not a negative to be an HSE. Are you an HSE? Find out if you are in this interview and why being an HSE is not only a strength, but needed in today's business world. Here's a little bit from Heather. We are here to bring balance. We are here to keep balance. And we are here to be able to create a greater uh, sense of peace and acceptance for everyone. And that really, really starts with you. When you share the show on social media, and we hope you do, use the My Athena hashtag, lowercase my, and then Athena is all uppercase. Hashtag my Athena. Let's share this with the world.